אגודנר רב שמס, יאנקף, אם סמי גיגי מיהט, סמי גיגי מיהט, talk a little bit on the Indian of Zohar and the Hascholos Apalshe. First of all, there are isolated places where the Torah tells us about Moshe Rabbeinu's uniqueness, that he was different than the other Nevi'im. Be'ikud is three places in the Torah. One place is Poshet, why it says it over there. If the Miriam and Aaron Akin compared Moshe to the other Nevi'im, Haloi Gam Bonu, Diber Hashem, so the Rabbani Shalom right away interjects, and he says, don't make any demyanus, don't make any similarities between you and Moshe. Pel Pe'adabar boy, Pemare, the Rabbani Shalom sees him straight, a different Nevi'im, he sees them, Bemaru, Tzachida, Tzamashal, by Moshe it's clear. So in those places, it's clear why it says it. Then there are two other main places where it's not so clear why, they, why the Torah tells us Moshe is different. One is in Parshas Matas. In Parshas Matas, when Moshe Rabbeinu gives over the, the Parshas Nedorim to Klal Yisrael, so Moshe Rabbeinu says, the lotion over there is, This is what Hashem commanded. So over there, Chazal teaches us, and Rashi brings it down to Chazal, that when the other Nevi'im say Nevu, they say, Koy is a lotion of like, like this. Not such clarity. Moshe Rabbeinu, this, Mamish, 100% clear. So there it's a little bit schwer. What's that have to do with Nevoas Moshe? Why Davka Parshas Nedorim? Thank you. What is this tea? You have to know what you're making a brach on. In Stenyagav, it's not that I really care. I just have to know what the Birchanenim. Right? The chili between coffee and tea. Same bracha, but you have to know what it is. So Lamai said, Hashem, over there, it's difficult. What's the analogy? So over there, I also had a shtikl mahalach that Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah as the Maril Diskin explains and many others, Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevuah, the clarity of Moshe's Nevuah was that he saw it exactly like a clear glass. The Maril Diskin explains that whatever you look at is tinted by whatever you're looking through. Like somebody says, I'm the Gebedover. What does the Gebedover mean? The Gebedover is you have your own the gears to see something a certain way, you could look at the same thing and see it completely different than somebody else. Because that's your Nagiyas. You're Nagiyas, to see it that way. Right? So, the Maril Diskin compares it to sunglasses. 
If you put on a pair of purple sunglasses, the whole world looks purple. Right? And if you were walking around with purple sunglasses from the day you were born, you would talk to think you're living in a purple world. The world is still purple. Right? Dr. Maril Diskin, Moshe Rabbeinu, there was no zich. There was no self. The glass was clear. Whatever Hashem told him, he was looking through a clear glass. So I wanted to add, I don't know if it's adding, maybe that's the mechuven of the Maril Diskin, is hogufa. That's why Moshe was zeicher, to have pel pe'adabra boy, because he cleansed himself from any negiyas. He's called the Isha Likim. Chazal uses phrases about Moshe Rabbeinu, mechesiv ulamal Likim. Isha Likim. Moshe Rabbeinu cleansed himself from any negiyah. So Hashem told him he's ready to have this kind of nevuah, this kind of clarity. He's ready to have this kind of clarity. So it's Ken Zayin, that the parish of Nidorim, which teaches you to be emes, truthful, Rabbi Yankov always said, why use the Lashon Loyachal? Yachal, don't, don't change your words. What's the Lashon Chul? So Rabbi had a great vote. He said, by Kachim, anything you say is Chal. There's no backsies. You understand? It hit me hard. I was once, I go to a place every year for Pesach. So this hotel program, some people come with 10 kids. Some people come. One guy came for Pesach. He came with 70 Nishanas between his children and his Eniklach. Quite a wealthy man. For Pesach, he had a table, 70 people. Like the original Bias Mitzrayim. Shivim Nefesh. For Pesach, the whole Pesach, everybody's looking, thinking, what's his bill? You know how Eden are. How much is he paying? You know, did he get a deal? Anyway, I only had one child. How much is he going to give you Shiva? How much is this he going to give you Shiva? He came to all my shiurim. I figured, Shine. at the end, I'll charge him a stickle tuition. So the second to the last day Pesach, Shri Shal Pesach, the hotel makes all the aliyahs go to Yeshiv. That's the, the deal I have with the hotel. Whatever they sell the aliyahs for. So he got an aliyah. So I was next to the Sefer Torah. He made him Yeshiverach. And then he said, Bavushi, he turned to the Yeshiva. So he looks at me like, how much I want. So I said, you know what? I said, I'm a miser from your bill. I knew what the miser of the bill was. I mean, I had an idea what the miser of the bill was. It wasn't, wasn't $1,000. The miser of his bill was a, a guns finest room. Okay? Said so to him, miser of the bill? He goes, okay. Pavashihitain, miser from the bill. It took about 30 seconds. He went, Oy! <laughs> it's like hopped. How much it is? <laughs> so he looked at me. He said, well, Robert Rudinsky, you got me. I said, I'm nearly Govoya, can we see the way yet? It's over. <laughs> he had no tinnitus. He was, it didn't, I don't think that he had to, Isruchag, uh, cut anything out for breakfast because of the, because of the mice. I don't think so. Anyway, Srabiankov said that one of the one of the most dangerous things about speech is people look at speech as nothing. 
I can tell you in the last 30 years, I've seen marriages destroyed over speech. Since Shidduchim destroyed over speech. I'm not telling Chidushim. It's even more than that. He said, I'm all you don't even have to say anything. Somebody asks you a question about somebody. He says, Would you know he could kill somebody? You go like that. It's not the guy's dead. Yeah. Don't treat your words like chulin. Chulin is just words. Treat it like it's a, like it's hekdish. Treat it like understanding that each word that you say is making something. It's a murder that gedank. That's why the Torah used that word, that phrase. So you should know, words, words do. Words could build. Words could kill. So Parshas Nedorim, the Chaymer of the Indian of Emes, on something there's about on something there's about there's all kinds of over there that's what the Torah tells us the godless of Moshe because Moshe given an ish emes so there it also makes sense but when you get to Vayikra Vayikra is the third place I'm saying it out of order because it's the first place but it's it's the third place where the Torah brings out Moshe's the chilek of Moshe's nevoah in the word Vayikra is Vayikra Moshe Rabbeinu wanted it should say Vayiko. Vayiko is a lotion he uses by Bilom. Vayiko. Chazal tell us over here, and Rashi brings down the part of the Chazal, that Vayiko is a lotion you meet. You meet somebody. Vayiko is a lotion Chiba. Vayiko means you call. You call them. That's a lotion Chiba. That's a whole different type of lotion. So Moshe Rabbeinu wanted it should just say Vayikor. They made some kind of pshor with an olive zira. From there he got the karnehoid. But there was they, that, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted. Comes the Torah Gdosh and says Moshe is different. Moshe Rabbeinu is Vayikor. Moshe Rabbeinu Hashem is is calling him. It's a loshen chiba. Why is that here in Vayikra? Why, why in Vayikra does this put down? Like I said, Baloisha we understand, that's where they spoke in Moshe, they had to fix it. Pashas Nidorim, we have a Pshat. What does Torah's Kayanim, why is that where the Torah brings out the godless of Moshe Rameh? That over here the Torah goes out of its way to say, Moshe, he's different than everybody else. Perhaps even a bigger horror is that it's not even talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. It's talking about the difference between the V.A. Yisraelim and the V.A. Yisrael. It's not even talking about Moshe. Dafka. It's talking about the chilek between the V.A. the V.A. and the V.A. Yisrael. It's not Dafka Moshe. So Moshe Rabbeinu wanted that the Abish should use the Lashon Vayikor like he uses by Bilam. Moshe Rabbeinu wants to be addressed by the Rebbe the way the Rebbe addresses Bilam Moshe. How you talking? That's what Moshe wants? Moshe wants that he should be addressed like Bilam. It's not like the other Nevi'im, the Rebbe says Vayikor. Chazal specifically used the Lashon. 
נביאי אומוס אוילום. נביאי אומוס אוילום בעצמו תהיה אמש. זה פשוט. אז אני רוצה להגיד לכם משהו על פרשת זוכו. פרשת זוכו זה מאוד קשה מצווה להבין בזמן הזה. כמו שרואים את הראשונים, את הרמב״ם, את הרמב״ן, את המצווה זוכר אינה נאיסולציה. We spoke about this a little bit this year in the, in the Aloha Shuvim, that the mitzvah of Zohar is not stam in isolation to remember a story. The mitzvah of Zohar is practical. It's practical. It's a practice mitzvah. The Hainu, if you look in Rambam and say for mitzvahs, you have to remember Amalek. Loi tishkach. Don't forget the sinner. The Ramban uses a lotion. Be more of the sinner. Generate. Generate hatred, which is not generally such a Jewish trait. You know, Yidin are not known for violence. We're not very scary people. I remember I once heard from somebody, a Batchen, he said, did you ever see a, 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 a black fellow should say, I'm afraid to walk in a Jewish neighborhood? Somebody's going to beat me up. You ever hear such? The two doctors are going to come and kill me? <laughs> We're not, we're not known to be, we're not known to be, uh, to be as a, Rabbi Yankov always said, Yim, the most they do is they threaten. We threaten. We threaten somebody. Mamish, that guy, I cannot kill him. <laughs> I, mamish, cannot, I, I, I was holding by killing the guy. Lamaise, he didn't kill him. I was holding by killing him. But Amolik, Mitzvah Mechias Amolik is not like that. The Mitzvah Mechias Amolik The Ramam is saying to generate hatred. To generate hatred. So that, we, so that we should destroy him. So it's a practical mitzvah. It's not stam to a piece of history. It's not a piece of history. It's practical. So the Achroinim asks many of the Achroinim, How are you this mitzvah? How are you this mitzvah? We're all going to come... We're going to listen to Parsha Zoho. How are we being Makayim this mitzvah? Let's talk Tachlis. Let's talk Tachlis. So you'll have the Balkriya say over. Everybody's very worried about that, right? You yotze either way. You yotze either way. You yotze the Chazan who says with a Havor Asfaldi, Havor Ashkenazi. People listen to five, six different Balikriya, right? Different Sifra Torah. They want to be yotze l'choladeyas. Why aren't you asking a more simple question? How am I kind of mitzvah b'chol? Could I heard it all pidiktuk and mamish I had? A Sephardi read for me, a Hanashkenazi read for me. I had everybody yeats to give him with Allah's achim. Yeah, but what? What? L'hum ayu l'abdoi. The mitzvah is to remember, to generate hatred, to kill him, to destroy him, to eradicate him. Who are you eradicating? Ramosheh Shapir Zatzal and his... And his uh, Machshavis, he says. He says we don't even have a Messiah who Amalek is. Even we don't even know who it is. Okay, so there is some Gedolei Achroinim, Reb David Rappaport, the Ragetshov, Reb Yiskerov. Some of them held that Amalek could be anybody. Anybody who's out to destroy Klal Yisrael is an Amalek. Right? Fine, that's a possibility. We spoke about that possibility, right? Even though the pastor is not like that. the pastor says Amalek is under. I'm of a Molech. That's the past. So what's, how do you have such a mitzvah? How do you have such a mitzvah? This is why many old women don't have the mitzvah either. 
We discussed this. Those who hold that a woman is part of a Pasha Zohar is because women are not Benayis Mucham. If, if Pasha Zohar would only be a historical mitzvah to remember history of what Amalek did, women would for sure be included. But the Territ says, women are not included because it's part of the mitzvah of Muhammad. Yeah? It's part of the mitzvah of Muhammad. No, so, so what's... So what? What's the Nakuda? The Maram Prag points out that for some reason, part of the mitzvah of Zechiris Mechiris Amalek, in fact, I'm sorry, I'm giving you two drums, Ruchnius and Gashmius, the Rambam, Ruchus Malachim. The Rambam, and, 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 and many point this out, but it's in the Pasuk. For some reason, the Torah wants us to remember what Amalek did, Baderach. So if you look in Rambam, Mamish in, in, in the beginning of Ilchaz Malachim, where he lists the mitzvahs, so he lists the mitzvah of Mechiyas Amalek, and he says, he talks about Zechiris Mechiyas Amalek, he says, Lizkor Masha'os Amalek, there's up to Rambam, Lizkor to remember what Amalek did, not forget his bad things. And the fact that he attacked us while we were traveling. What's that have to do with anything? He attacked us while we were traveling. What does that change? This, what's the difference? What's the difference where he attacked us? And if we weren't traveling, if we weren't in Eretz Israel, who cares where he attacked us? But this the Rambam puts in the Chaluk and the Mitzvahs, the Mitzvahs of Mechiyas of Zechiris Amalek is to specifically remember Ma'is of Aroyim and the fact that he ganged up with us Baderach. So this is a Maral that already makes this Nukudah not on the Rambam. He's Medaikit from the Pasuk itself. Zohar Yisrael Amalek Baderach. Zohar Baderach. So Derech, Derech, Derech. What's Derech? What's the Pshat? So our boy said, there's a Nekuda Chashuva here. The Medrash Tanchume is a contradiction. The Medrash Tanchume asks, it says, Zohar Yisrael Shabbos L'Kachu. Posuk Echoraymer. Zohar Yisrael Shabbos L'Kachu. Posuk Echoraymer. Zohar Yisrael Shabbos L'Kachu. Kei Tzad How are you Mekayim these two mitzvahs? Mekayim, Mekayim. What's the Shaykhaz? What in the world is a shaykhis? Did anybody here have a theory between those two mitzvahs? So, as I frick the Medrash Tanchum, it's also found in the Pirkei de Rebeleza. How are you making these two things? What do you mean how are you making these two things? What's the problem? What in the world is the problem? Remember Shabbos, remember Amalek. What's the theory? So, the Medrash, it's not shver. Zeh, l'kadshoi, l'angoi, l'chabdoi. Shabbos. You have to remember to beautify it, to eat, to drink, make it nice. And Amalek is l'humoi l'abdoi. And Amalek is to destroy him. What is the Medrash's kasha? And what's the Medrash's terrence? It's all beferish. By Shabbos, Zohar, and Meshavos, L'Kad, Shoy. Pesukim in Divrei Kabbalah. V'koros, L'Shabbos, Oynik. Some you shouldn't even know this, the Raisa. Right? And I'm all state also. The Medrash is not telling me any Chidushim. 
Timcha Zecher Amolek. But the Mebish is not finished yet. In case you're still confused, what's the confusion? We'll give you a marshal. Marshal Moadavadoyme. A marshal. What's the marshal? A king comes, comes to a meal to celebrate his kingdom. He makes a huge banquet. And while he's eating, he talks about his decorated generals, the people that, he, that are part of his upper entourage. And then they clean up the dishes, they clean up the food. And then when the table's empty, he says, he starts listing his enemies. And they tell him, what is this? What's going on? He says, then you got to remember to destroy. My generals, my governors, you have to decorate them. And this you have to remember to destroy. What's the Shandian? What's the Medrash answer? What's the Medrash's cash? What's the Medrash's cash? The answer, Rabbi, I think is like this. I think, the, I think this is the idea. The idea is that Lukhaira, if you have somebody that you want to eradicate his memory from history, right? So forget about him. <laughs> forget about him. The Torah keeps on telling us, remember to forget about him. Remember, 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 forget about him. False. What are you doing? The Mitzvah, Shabbos, the Pshat is David, I don't want you to forget about Shabbos. Don't forget about Shabbos. Shabbos. You say the Adas, don't forget. Every Shabbos, don't forget. Every day, every day is a mitzvah. Every day. Amalek would have been long forgotten about it without Pasha Zohar. <laughs> Me and you wouldn't be talking about Amalek. Do we talk about Sikh and Oig? When was the last time we spoke about Sikh and Oig? When was the last time he spoke about the Kananim? Again, other, other than the fact that you see the post. I understand. But when was the last time we, we even gave a second thought about Kananim and Chitim and Chivim? Who cares? Who, who even thinks about it? We don't even think about it. So why did the Torah give me a mitzvah to remember something that the Torah wants me to forget about? You know how Moloch will be lost off the map? Let the Torah ignore them. Ignore them. Whenever a guy talks about somebody, he's misnagging somebody, it's because he's machshit. Right? Like the Gemara says in Bavakama, Right? If somebody came over to you, a deranged person, and insulted you, you wouldn't be busy talking about it afterwards. Guy's deranged. But if somebody, you machshit, Somebody you, you value is insults you. You, you. It's cooking in you the whole time. You keep on chazering, no chazering what they did to you. Right? If you misnagged something, it means you're very machshavit. You're machshavit. Yosef Chaim Zonavol, Zechatzarek of Rochem, used to say about Rav Kook, Er is so choshev. Ich kerish malamayin sein von him. I can't be Malamayan from Rav Kook. He's too choshev. And Rav Kook felt that way about Rav Kook's nephew. 
writes that with the day of his chasana, he came to Rav Kook for a bracha. He said, my entire uncle give me a bracha. I want a birchus koyen v'tzadik. So if Kook told him, birchus koyen I could give you, I'm a koyen. Tzadik does the gains of Yosef Chaim Zadav. That's what Kook told him. Okay, if it wasn't Rav Kook, Rav Yosef Chaim Zadav wouldn't have to be busy. Okay? He, didn't, he wasn't busy saying how his sheet is different than uh, David Ben-Gurion. He didn't have to... The Biankif and the Baron and the Satma Rebbe were constantly cooking about Aguda and Eretz Yisrael and the Medina and yeah, no. Right? Because they were machshed each other. They were each other. So when you talk about something, your biggest misnagged, that means deep down inside of you, you hold he's somebody to reckon with. He's somebody to deal with. That's why he's misnagged. And if you misnagged somebody for 100 years, it means you really think he's something harsh. And if the Torah gives you a mitzvah to me this, like the mitzvah of Shabbos, or mitzvah of the to remember, that's the biggest theory with, the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with forgetting. That's Chazal's kasha. Ketzad Mekayim and Shteis Chiris How do we understand? How do we understand that Amalek is Zoycha? Amalek is Zoycha. To have a place in the Torah. That God's Christ will have a mitzvah the Reiser to constantly think about them. Just forget about them. The scum of the earth who talks about it. That's Chazal's Kashi. That's Chazal's Kashi. The Torah's Rabbi Sayyid's there's two kinds of enemies. Most enemies that we have are enemies that hate Klal Yisrael because of what we have. Because of our intellect. Because of our wealth. Because of the land that we occupy. Because of our cheshivas. Till today, in the U.S. Congress, the Mamish signing Israel that spew hatred no different than Germany 1930. Then also it was, yeah, it's a garnish. And then they're not even moicha. They're not makayim z'chiris mechiris amolek in the Congress. The way they did z'chiris mechiris amolek is, remember it's no good to hate people. That's not what we're going to hear tomorrow in Shul. Zohol that's not the way you make a resolution against something that's but that's how the Congress dealt with it in case you're wondering well, what people think oh in America everything is comfortable everything is gewaltic in America in America there's in the Congress, in the government there's signing Israel and the most the Congress the, the land of freedom the most they could do is to say afterwards, not be moiche, her highness. The most we're going to say is, it's not good to hate people. Not even Jews. Generally, you shouldn't hate people. What a mecha. Huh? That's called a mecha. But there's two kinds of enemies. One enemy is just they hate us because of what we have. 
Amalek symbolizes a different hatred. Amalek hates us for our ideology. Amalek hates Yerushalayim. Amalek hates all Malchishamayim. Amalek hates the ethics of Claudius. Amalek's, Amalek were worried about global warming. Warming of Torah, mitzvahs. They looked at that as an existential threat. Like the Mishigoyim were busy, they want to pull everything out of the country now. They shouldn't be able to fly, they want us to swim. You go swim down to Israel. That's the Green Deal. In case of a good bathing suit, swim. We're going to save the planet. <laughs> we should go on. That's also in the government. It's usually the, it's the same people. Yeah? No more electric, no more gas, no more. It's a goalish. It's a goalish. You should only have, you know, uh, the sun, the wind. Between the sun and the wind, that'll be the whole. The Gansamizer. Chant on Shabbos? On a sunny Shabbos, you'll have a chant. Chaman be Shabbos, you'll be Makaim when it's sunny outside. But if it's not sunny, the chant is cold. They're going to save the planet. Amalek was fighting the global warming of Klaalisville. Every war an enemy has with us, it was over territory. We're occupying a land. The enemy comes, they want to take the land away from us. Palestinians. The Taka Rishon Gemurim. But the Palestinians, their 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 Iker focus is occupied land. Yeah. Zok the Maral, Ashikorcho Baderech. Amolek didn't come to get land. Amolek came for one thing: to fight Kabbal Satera, to fight Yitzchak Mitzrayim and Kabbal Satera. That's what Amolek came to fight. That was their battle. I found a fascinating medrash years ago in the Yalkut Nachmeni. The Yalkut Nachmeni says that when Amalek came to fight us, you know when they fought us? After the Shira. You hear what's going on here? When Amalek heard, they came to fight us. That there should be an entire nation that's so godly, that there should be that level of godliness in the world. Amalek came, they weren't fighting for land. They were fighting for that. And that's the enemy that we're confronting every day. The enemies that are there to, to rip the Yiddishkeit out of us. That's the biggest danger. Hashem Yilochem Lochem. The wars will be taken care of. The Abishta will take care of us. We don't have to worry about that. We do have to worry about the enemies that are trying baderech, the enemies that are not coming for land. The enemies that are coming for land said they go on the telephone. This week they shot rockets into Tel Aviv. Could you imagine? To Tel Aviv? It's the first time. Rockets into Tel Aviv. Unbelievable. So one rocket for states that landed in a, in a field somewhere. They're very good at hitting peppers and tomatoes. So one rocket went into the field. 
and the other rock at the, the dome knocked off for that. The Amish will take care of it. I once heard a Hamas terrorist, Imach Shimon, that was interviewed. That was interviewed by an anchor. And the Hamas guy said, these rockets, somebody is intervening on them, somebody up this, because they, they're, they're so ineffective. If you make a cheshman, the amount of rockets, the amount of attempts, you guys don't even know what's going on. Meaning, every day the attempts, to, it's a nace. It's a nace, nace, nace gomer. That more you didn't die in America and never in the Pittsburgh shul or where, then in Eretz Yisrael. A little dot with, with millions, hundreds of millions of enemies around with bombs and rockets and, and suicide bombers. Vos. They're hitting tomatoes. The enemy that we have to worry is the enemy Baderach. And that enemy is always there to rip our morals, to rip the Torah from us. That enemy is always there. And the biggest danger for you would be if you think that that enemy is, is nowhere. I'm safe. I'm safe from that enemy. Yanki Levine, who came back there to Israel, because Yanki Levine, Meshalva. Okay, I don't have Lovan anymore. I don't have to worry about Lovan. Koftzal of Rukhzal Shal Yosef, Koftzal of Rukhzal Shal Dina. There's no Shalva. You have to fight this till the end. Till the end of all time. Ain Kisay Shakarish Bokhu Shalim. That means this enemy is always there. You have to remember that this enemy is there. When the king celebrates his tremendous victory, the biggest mistake his generals, his protectors could make is that everything is fine. We're celebrating the Malchus. That's what the Medrash is telling you. Says the king, as important as it is to celebrate our victory, we have to remember there's an enemy. Keep your guns out. That's what the king is saying by the Sudan. The same Sudan where he's celebrating the victory. And the people sitting by the table say, well, let's not talk about the enemies. Let's celebrate the Malchus. The king says, Machmish Kintos. You're going to forget about the enemy? We'll have nothing to celebrate. That's the Zohar. As important as it is, Zohar is your Mishabas. To remember the Malchus of HaKadosh Baruch you have to remember the enemies of that Malchus. That's the Pshat and Chazal. Kate said, And Chazal telling us, don't make that foolish mistake. Don't think you could just celebrate Zohar Siyam Shabbos Lakanshu. You have to be on guard for your whole life. And in business, there'll be people pulling you in business to do the wrong thing. And in Yoni Shmiras Enayim and Taras Yisrael, there'll be people pulling you against that. The Amolik is always there until the day that there's always going to be Ra out there. And that's the enemy you have to worry about. And that's the Zohar. And that's as important as celebrating what we do have is to be on guard for what could risk those. Celebrations. And though that's what he's doing. As far as the voice Moshe, we'll believe that leave it for next 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 week.